Good morning. I am Cindy Vanna. Love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word. 1490 information with inspiration. And, of course, in the studio with me is the founder and creator of Love Talk, First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison. Yay! Good mo- Yay! Good morning, Miss Cindy Vanna. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. We still are in dark okay, here. Mrs. Rogers. <laughs> And it's been a it's been a great week. Uh, it's been a shocking week oh, yeah. across this nation, and we're going to talk about some of those things today. But I am so excited about where we are and the things that God's doing in your life and in Juan's life and in my life and in in the life of those in this nation mm-hmm. who love the Lord Jesus and who are serving Him. And th- there have been plenty of opportunities this week to do that, Cindy. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Evelyn, because, um, you know, I know that people are inundated with, um, news and, and we, and we live in an age where, uh, thank God we can, uh, be up to date with the news, but it can be overwhelming and it, it is can bad. make you feel anxious. It's such a ready, uh, access to so much news that is dire, desperate, and about destruction can cause us to think that the times that we live in are unique in terms of desperation or, you know, that we, that it's never been so bad. Uh, as, as we look at the death toll, you know, in, in West, as we look at the maiming of those in Boston, our hearts are grieved, mm-hmm. and I I know that the Lord's heart is grieved. Let's do talk about that some. Well, the headline on the Statesman today is death toll climbs to 14, but there's a sign there. Can you read what it mm-hmm. says? God the, bless West. You know, West is a remarkable little town. You know, they have the check fest every year. And so their heritage is a lot of, uh, that, those old stoic Czechs and Germans Germans. out there, but their roots go really deep. Mm -hmm. If you, if you know much about that heritage, uh, those are, those are deep roots. And, uh, and of course they're, they're, very famous for their kolaches. Oh, I mean, and their sausage. Yes, and... going to West mm-hmm. is an automatic trip for poppy seed kolaches. Oh, but, yes. But uh, I know that that's trivial in comparison to what they're dealing with. But I, I am not surprised to see something like that. You know, I'm, I'm reflecting on this, Evelyn. We had the fires out in Bastrop not mm-hmm. too long ago, and there was such devastation. You remember when Austin was little, literally ringed uh, in that uh, Labor Day weekend with fire, and uh, Bastrop came out of that stronger right. than they were beforehand, and it was because they sensed the presence of God. Mm-hmm. It was because they were called to be aware of community, the compassion that was shown to them. This would be my prayer for both Boston and West, that like a broken bone, that it would 
they would be knitted back together mm-hmm. stronger than they were before. Well, Cindy, Van and I took a little side trip last weekend, uh, last week, and uh, came back through Magnolia, Texas. We mm-hmm. we went to Lufkin, Dyball, Kingwood, Houston, and came back through Magnolia. And we hit an area that looked like uh, a tornado had come through. And we said, why are the trees dying? And we drove a little farther, and it got worse, and it got worse. And finally, we saw along the highway just rows of pine trees that had been cut off at the bottom Mm -hmm. and with the scorched stuff around it. And I told Van, I said, you know, I had forgotten how bad the fires were in Magnolia. That's sort of a tendency we have sometimes, Cindy, when we go through things like we've gone through this week. If you look at the the terrible tragedy in Boston, you look at the tragedy in West. China had a tremendous um, earthquake, and Korea is just ready to bomb and blow up everybody. So when we are living in a society like this, it is very, very difficult for those that do not have their rope of hope. And we're going to be talking some today about how it is that you get ready for what God's going to do. Because he is doing something, Cindy, in this nation. Oh. And it is time for us to wake up, get out of our prayer closets, and get on active duty. And we have many friends that are doing that today up in West. You know, one of the common questions that that comes to people's hearts sometimes in the midst of tragedy is, where was God? You know, as you and I are out and often speaking, not just on this station, but in, in personal speaking engagements. I was recently speaking in, in Dallas and I was talking to them about the alarm and being awake and what it is to be a first responder in the army of God. We're going to continue some of that discussion today as we talk about being awake what it is to be alarmed, and what it is to be armed. But before we do that, let's let's backdrop kind of what is going on culturally with what's going on across this nation in the Christian community. Of course, we have first responders in West Mm -hmm. and up in in Boston. We'll have we have good friends serving. There's a ADRN is there and the Southern Baptist men's and the disaster relief teams and OCC. We have good friends that are up there mm-hmm. uh, serving in the chaplaincies, you know, working with those communities. But let's talk a little bit about the National Day of Prayer and let's try to connect what we're talking about with regard to prayer and those things that are going on today. Well, just as life in itself in a neighborhood uh, is being attacked by different forces that are coming together, uh, our national freedom is being attacked as well. And this week, I know that you uh, testified before uh, a committee. Uh, we've got the Constitutional Amendment, uh, and then we have the Freedom of Religions Act. These are things, Cindy, that we are called to be aware of, number one that we are to stand on the truth of what God has ordained in this nation from our founding fathers. And so National Day of Prayer is a day in the calendar 
when all across this nation people are called by a proclamation that comes from the Congress and sometimes from a president, but most basically in the state of Texas from our governor. And that proclamation will be issued on Sunday night uh, the 28th, April the 28th at First Baptist Church in Pflugerville with Paul Overstreet and the governor calling together people on the, you know, who cannot come to the breakfast, which we have on, on Monday morning. Uh, I want to just backdrop that a little bit, Evelyn, because uh, this year and every year, Congress sets aside the first Thursday in May for National Day of Prayer. It will be May 2nd. But because we, you do such a fabulous job here in the capital city of Texas and in Travis County and surrounding cap, uh, counties, we start early. Early. Sunday. Early. So we have the, we have the 28th, which is the Paul Overstreet concert at, uh, First Baptist Pflugerville. And then we have the Monday morning. We have the prayer breakfast. Then we have the event, at, uh, the observance at Cap Mabry. Then we'll be at the Capitol at noon on the day of. And we have the Leander. We have That's Georgetown. Right. And as, speaking of Leander, on the phone with us is our good buddy, Chuck Walker, the Jesus Country Show. Chuck, what's up? <laughs> good morning, Miss Cindy. Yeah. How are you doing this morning? Oh, well, we're just, we know you just have to tie us down in order to keep our feet on the ground. We're good. <laughs> I know. I know. What a blessing it is. Man, I, I tell you, uh, isn't it wonderful to talk to our Lord and our Savior? We just call him Jesus, you know. Yeah, I mean, our good, our best wonderful. friend, our, our BFF. You know, Chuck, you did a fabulous job out in Weir this last weekend. We, we had the opportunity to join the Jesus Country show out in the, out in Weir, Texas, as y'all are working, I think, with the Georgetown Cowboy Church. Yeah, Is that absolutely. right? But, absolutely. Uh, and so yep. you've been really involved in that. And boy, was that a blast. I'll, I'll never get over the concept of chicken bingo. Should we tell, <laughs> where we tell you? <laughs> Adds a whole new flavor to, oh, to the chicken, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> what's, yeah, what's going on in Leander, Chuck? Well, we, I, I tell you what, you know that, uh, we've we been this gosh, seven or so years. I've been doing it longer than that, but I've been so thrilled to be the coordinator out there in the city of Leander. And of course, it's not just Leander, anybody up in that area, you know, it's, we're kind of a rural community, you know, veteran community to Austin. So, uh, there's a lot of folks moving out here and Liberty Hill, really the whole, uh, western part from 35 over west in Williamson County. So anybody's, uh, uh, we'd love to have everybody to come, but, uh, you know, Taco Bell, you know, Dirk and Katie Dozier, you know, yes. they've been such tremendous partners in this and they've offered their site there at, uh, Crystal Falls and 183, the, the Taco Bell right there on the corner to, to host our event. This is the second year they've done it and they're going to be providing a, uh, a breakfast for us. So we're doing it in the morning so that people can commute on into town after that. And it's about an hour program. And of course, uh, Mayor Chris Fielder is going to, uh, share a proclamation that the city of Leander did for us. Uh, we're just going to gather together in the parking lot and lift up, uh, you know, the seven centers of power and, mm-hmm. uh, give each of, uh, some of our community leaders the opportunity to share their hearts. 
mm. uh, from each of their representative perspectives. You know, and uh, what an honor and a privilege it is to see that the that our leadership out here in Williamson County and Le- you know Leander specifically, you know, the heart that they bring to their leadership and. And what a privilege it is to do it. And, you know, uh, anyway, we're just, I'm, That's I'm thrilled wonderful. to be a part hey, of Hey, Chuck, ACC. tell me why uh, you do this. Pardon? Why do you do this? I just love the Lord. The Lord's been so good to me. And, you know, I remember what it was like to, to not have or not understand or know him in a personal way. And, you know, prayer is so valuable to me. Uh, see, I tell you, uh, there's no greater thing. Uh, you know, I've walked this world without knowing and having that, the comforter. And he, he's, there's so, such a tremendous value to me in, in the relationship with him. Nothing, you know, John Maxwell says everything rises and falls on leadership. Well, I'll tell you right now, everything rises and falls on communicating with our Lord, Savior, mm, the Creator of this world. I agree world, with that, the, God. And when we have the access to that, when Jesus left this world with his earthly ministry, he said, I leave the comforter with you, the Holy Spirit. And we have him with us 24-7, 365, 100% of the time, but we just have to, uh, you know, communicate with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, goodness gracious, I just, I'm terrible about this. Well, things. I appreciate uh. that. Well, Chuck, thank you so much for calling in. We remind everybody that they can find out more about the event in Leander and all the events in, in the capital of Texas at ndpaustin.org. Is there a way that, Chuck, they specifically can uh, find out about Leander, or you just want to send them to the website? Yeah, well, our community partner out here is Sherry McDonald, with Hill, she's the director of Hill Country Community Ministries, and she has done a fantastic job. Yes, she's, they're welcome to contact us uh, directly at, uh, uh, well, the best way to get me is just there's a phone number, area code 512-944-0004, and we'll be glad to uh, help them get, get there and, and participate because we want them to be it involved. It is a in lot of fun, a lot of fun. Well, thank you, Chuck. We're going to take our break, and we're going to come right. back, and we're going to talk about the comforter in these times. This is Love Talk on the Word. Good morning, I am Cindy Vonna, love talking in the beautiful blast, KLGO, the word, 1490 AM, information with inspiration, and of course, in the studio with me is First Lady of Love, Evelyn Davison. You can also connect up with us on our website, lovetalknetwork.com. We uh, were talking with our good friend, uh, Chuck Walker, who mm-hmm. is the uh, one, of our, one of your local coordinators in the capital area. And uh, that is a fabulous uh, observance. And Taco Bell is a major partner with us, Cindy, Dirk, and Katie Dozier. Katie would be actually speaking out there that morning. I'm going to go to the corporate office, Van and I are that day, and with the corporate office. But many, many of the Taco, uh, Taco Bells will be open early for prayer for people to just drop by, and they'll, they'll give a free breakfast to those that come. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time. And 
uh, Katie and Dirk on 79 Taco Bells. And Good News Journal partners with them. And we're in about a third of those now. And as we continue to grow with the Good News Journal, uh, you know, we, it's just another way for people to get to know good things are happening. And the best thing that's happening, Cindy, is that people, God's people, who know him, who are empowered by the, his holy presence, by the comforter that Chuck was talking about. These are the people that God's going to use during these times of sorrow and terror. And it is exciting to know that we, you and I are Esther's and we're living for such a time as this. And so what is it then that we need to do as we would look at our nation in, in such need? Well, you know, it, this is where I was talking in the first segment of the program. You know, I think that sometimes with the readily available and the overwhelming amount of information and news that we can get in that perspective of this is unique to our trouble, is unique to our time. Mm-hmm. But actually, Jesus says in the New Testament, he says a couple of things. He said, there's going to always be war. And there's mm-hmm. always going to be rumors yeah. of war. He also says you're going to always have the poor with you. I mean, yes. there's going to always be desperate times. Now, he's not saying settle, settle, settle yourself with that, you know, and, and be content with that. He just says you're going to be involved in right. what and, is going on in this area and he of wants spiritual to warfare. Te- that's exactly right. And the reason why National Day of Prayer has uh, such hope attached to it is that at the very beginning when our forefathers arrived in on this land even before there was a constitution even before there was a nation they recognized that prayer was a gift specific from god not given by government right and therefore they treasured that and as they came together literally scratching out of the dirt their existence and their very survival being pressed in on every side by disease mm-hmm. by want and by lack uh by hard uh, work hard work and by uh you know oftentimes you know conflict with with uh the first americans uh then they knew that prayer was the thing that the only thing that they had to stand upon. It wasn't just their works. It was the truth that God says, if we ask him, he will answer us. He says, there is no doubt whatsoever that I have a connection with you. Jokingly, Van and I, the last two or three weeks, have said, I've said to Van, you know, when times get hard, this week's been hard, Cindy. We have had more telephone calls from people who are harassing us and i think part of it comes from the the article i mean from the ad that we have in the american statesman we chose this year with national day of prayer to go to the marketplace and let people know there are people in this nation that believe god for our freedom and for our families and all of these centers of power that that govern us but when we look at where we are in america today it is easy for us to lose our hope And our hope is not in what we can do. It's who we are. Who we are to a world. The world has always looked at America as a people who desired freedom, who worked for the freedom, who preserved that freedom. And so as we have nations looking at us today, 
they're wondering what's going on in America. Well, apart from Christ in us and the Spirit of God in us, there's nothing really special about us, and right. we can wreak as much havoc in the world as anybody else. Apart oh, yeah, from, and we have done that. That's right. And uh, but with, as in anybody who professes Jesus Christ as their Savior, mm-hmm. then you have the living Spirit of God in you to guide you and to comfort you, yes. to speak to you, to pick you up out of devastation. Not necessarily Santa Claus. You can't, you know, you can't say that because you're a Christian that I couldn't walk out here tomorrow and be devastated with disease or devastated mm-hmm. in, in an accident or something. You know, there's nothing that says that, you know, we couldn't have a, uh, an, a Boston in Austin, you know, that, that means that God's gonna, uh, Provide every want that you have, but you can know that he is there many times to protect you in ways that you cannot anticipate, and he is there to guide you and to comfort you. Well, Cindy, we do live in a world today that's alarmed. You know, everywhere you look, in Denver today, they're expecting 80,000 people to come to the city of Denver. Why? It's called 420. It's the day that the dopers come to town. Not the ropers, but the dopers who smoke marijuana. 80,000 people. Uh, we have all the other things that are happening that tell us that we are at war against the enemy of Easter. But the thing that we have that they, that they don't have, Cindy, is that we are equipped with the equipment we need to stand on what God says is truth. And that equipment is two things. We've talked about one of them. One of them is prayer, and the other thing is the word, the truth of God. And he says he will never leave us, he will never forsake us, that he will empower us to do the work that he has called us to do in the place, of, in the field of service where we are. So, you know, there is hope in our nation. What is our theme for National Day of Prayer this year? Well, it is in his name, the nations will put their hope. And I will tell you, Evelyn, you know me better than probably anybody else. And I have a tendency, because of my personality mm-hmm. type, I can be an Eeyore. But I am, I have never been more hope-filled. Mm-hmm. Because regardless of what is going on in the world, our God is bigger than that. Yes. And the greatest handiwork of God is yet to come. This is Love Talk on the Word. Good morning, I am Cindy Vanna, love talking in the beautiful blast, KLGO, the word, 1490 AM, information with inspiration, and in the studio, of course, with me as First Lady of Love, and today we, we're still kind of in our current events uh, mode, we're talking about National Day of Prayer, we're talking about the Comforter, we're talking about 
where where are things at in the nation is this has been a week full of turmoil and terror. And uh, we're going to be talking about overarching what is the crisis of our time. Yeah. Is the crisis of our time the outward expressions of the things we see going on in our circumstances? We're going to explore that more. Evelyn, I know you have something you want to share. Well, you know, if you look at Old Testament and you look at, uh, if you look at Joel, Joel says that there's going to come a time when old men are going to dream dreams and young men are going to dream dreams, but God's going to have his way in the life of his people. Now, we mentioned that our theme is in his name. And I could tell you the last two weeks that has just rolled over and over in my mind as I have lived it out. When, you know, you get to the point you think you're desperate, when things are just not going to come together, you think, you know, we're going to all be blown up, but Korea's going to come to Austin. <laughs> We're on the list, Cindy. We're on the list. Uh, but then you have to come back and think, where's the power? The power's in the name of Jesus. And so if we have to ask ourselves, you know, is this a common thing that we're going through in America today? The crisis that we are experiencing? Uh, the, the, the nation of Israel has fought this same battle since Israel every and, day yes. of its since its existence. And if we would do some of the things that Israel does in the way of protection, we would feel more secure, you know, just by the things God says to. But what we've got to ask ourselves today, Cindy, we are living in a a world that's alarmed. You know, fighting. You know, the nuclear thing, finances. They're telling us, you know, holy. You know, things going to fall any day now. And then what is the future of America going to be if we are attacked? But I want to ask you something. Is God alarmed about this, Cindy? Is he? Well, let, I want to distinguish this. You know, he may be, he, uh, he's not alarmed in the sense of being surprised. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's seen it all. And by that, I don't mean he's just seen it all from the past. He's seen it all as in past present uh-huh. and future. So when I want to say alarmed, I I want to I want to distinct I want to make a distinction there. He's not surprised. Mm-hmm. I think he is always to some degree when you mean alarmed is he concerned? Is he connected mm-hmm. with us? Does he care about us? Is he grieved over the situation Absolutely. in West? Is he grieved over the situation in Boston? Does he understand that there is that the the evil that is expressed on the earth against you and I is ultimately a battle between evil and God? Mm-hmm. It is ultimately this is how evil hurts and attempts to hurt and destroy the kingdom of God. Because it is the enemy of Easter. That's exactly It's the right. enemy of the resurrected life that would rob us of what? Our hope, our faith, our security. So Jesus knew this. What did Jesus say about it, Cindy? Well, I mean, he says, of course, that he says, do not be alarmed. Do not be alarmed. Now, when what he means by that. Is there's gonna, this stuff is gonna be going on around you all the time. So if you live in a state of anxiety, rather than anticipation, you're going to lose your hope and fall into hopelessness. Mm 
So what we're wanting to talk about, and we talked about this, Kathy did a fabulous study on this, and we talked about this last week with Kathy and Sammy, Kathy Enderbrock and Sammy Zavala. But what we're trying to make a distinction of is there are the alarming things of the world, Evelyn. The question is, is how do we respond to the alarming things of the world? But there is an even more important question. There is such a thing as the alarm of God. It is, Cindy. God has his alarm clock going off in our lives. His question to us is, are you awake? Can you respond to my alarm? Do you know the difference between the things that are alarming and the things that God's alarm is going off so that you can hear and respond. Well, you know, Cindy, uh, the greatest alarm I think that uh, the Holy Spirit gives us is in the area of life. It's in the area of life. How? What kind of life uh, am I going to live in a time when all of these things are happening? Am I going to be, like you say, alarmed to the point that I am paralyzed? That's why this week that we've had in Texas with the hearings of the, reli- the For religious the amendment. freedoms mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are ours under the Constitution of the United States of America, why it was important for you to go and testify before that committee. These are the things that we need to wake up to. What is it that God has for us to be, not just do, but we have got to be an example of the things that Jesus says uh, will be the the alarm busters in the time in which we well, live. Well, some of the things you asked me a key question, is God alarmed? I, I want to say that there are some things and principles that are, are alarming to God. They're not necessarily the things that are going on in the war, the world. They can be. He's concerned and connected. Yeah. He's working in that. But we can't forget that there are things that are truly alarming in our world. And the true crisis in our world, one of them is, is distortion. Distortion about who God is. Yes. Distortion and being led astray by culture, being indifferent to sin, uh, being deceived about grace and oh. what, and, and what does grace mean? Thinking that I can do whatever I want and God's going to forgive me tomorrow, go out and kill someone today and God's going to forgive me tomorrow. Uh, so distortion, deception, compromise of the truth you know that's the biggie in our society today cindy is what is the truth the truth is this and it's from john ten ten. jesus said the enemy of easter satan himself will come and do all these things but he said remember this i have come that you might have life and have it more abundant i had a call this week from a psychic who chewed me out for 20 minutes because he said that we shouldn't be spending money doing this, 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 and this when we when there are poor people in the world today. And in talking with him, he told me, he said, I am a psychic 
but I am a believer in God, and you all are misrepresenting God. Well, you know, that's the enemy that's out there. That's where truth is. You know, it's been a week. It has been a week. That is the compromise over truth that we as Christians have taken. And it's not that we are to be critical, that we are to be judgmental, uh, that we're not to be tolerant. It is that we are to be so connected with the Holy Spirit of God through the person of Jesus Christ that we know what truth is and we recognize it when we're, it, when people are compromising it. So that is a biggie. That's why our children are so deceived today. Well, and then the other thing that I would say is, is alarming in terms of the principles of God is the lack of purity in his people. Now mm-hmm. the whole, the Bible is replete with examples of where God says, because you yes. have defiled my, my, who I am, you misrepresented me because you've departed from me in so many ways. So if, if the body of Christ, if we're no different from the world because we've engaged in mm-hmm. every worldly activity, these are the things that, that alarm heaven. Yeah. The other one is when we attempt to be so relevant to the world as a church, as the body of Christ, that we forsake mm-hmm. righteousness. You know, that is a big, big thing today, Cindy, in regard to our church. The church is a hospital for sinners. <laughs> it is a hospital. We're none of us are without sin. None of us. But what is it we do with that sin? Jesus gave us a bar of soap and is first John one nine. If we confess our sins, our lack, our intolerance, any of these things, he said, he is faithful and he's just. There are two different things in faith and just justice to not only cleanse us, but to forgive us for everything that we've not done according to his will and his way. So what is the connection here? The connection is, that, number one, we've got to know the truth, and we get that from what God's Word says. And secondly, we've got to be connected with Him to the degree that we know when He's speaking to us, and we know when we're being deluded by a world. And that's that the relevance trumps righteousness is what's wrong in our nation, in our churches. So our destiny for living on this earth should be rightly related to Christ, living in a way that people can look at us, Cindy, and see how great Jesus Christ is. Amen. And that means that we've got to be careful about, you know, life. It is a life. Whether it is a bomber that blows up somebody or it's a, a, a teenage girl that has a an abortion. Well, I we guess what gotten, we're, I guess what you're trying to say in this is there's all kinds of ways to bring destruction absolutely. and devastation to the world. There are those that carry bombs in their backpacks who are, uh, manifest evil in ways that we are aghast at. But what we have to be aware of is that in the lifestyle, are we bringing devastation and destruction into and upon the earth or are we leaving light and love 
Evelyn, I, we go out on our break. I just want to remind people that they can connect up for National Day of Prayer with ndpaustin.org to find out more about the Paul Overstreet concert in Pflugerville, to find out more about the Governor's Prayer Breakfast, Camp Mabry, the Capitol Observance, and in a complete listing of observances in the Capitol Texas area. This is Love Talk on the Word. Good morning, I am Cindy Vonna, love talking in the beautiful blessed KLGO, the word, 1490 AM, information with inspiration, reminding you that you connect with Evelyn and I at lovetalknetwork.com or ndpaustin.org or texasndp.org. Evelyn, we went out and we were talking about the alarms, the crisis of the times, all that is going on around us. And what it is that we find alarming, what it is that the Lord would find alarming in mm-hmm. terms of the principles of God and the position of his people. And then we're talking about anxiety and, we're, you know, and and I was reminded last night uh, as the images of the capturing of the final terrorist, the mm-hmm. second terrorist in Boston and amidst uh, a lot of gunfire and bloodshed, the crowds had finally been released from their homes and were in the streets uh, celebrating. Mm-hmm. And I had a little bit, I had to struggle a little bit because there have been so many images in the Middle East yes. of crowds celebrating when devastation, I was reminded of how the crowds in the Middle East celebrated the devastation in America on nine eleven, mm-hmm. which was very grievous. And so it was a challenge to me to to understand that people were celebrating justice for these evildoers, mm-hmm. these murderers and mass murderers. Uh and at the same time the condition of all of our hearts. Because the truth of the matter is is it's hard to celebrate justice for one evildoer when we are all to some degree complicit Sorry. in sin, mm-hmm. when we have all uh, have the uh, dis- when we all bear a responsibility for destruction in our nation, when we when we haven't stood for righteousness or we haven't stood for truth or where we've allowed distortion or where we've opened our schools to make them vulnerable to, uh, like took place in Newton and, and the mass shootings and because we're, we're complacent about prayer over our children in this nation. You know, these are the things that you have to ask yourselves, when do we celebrate? And what does it mean to be shut up in your house when a city is held captive by terror? Well, Cindy, it's just a picture, really, of what evil does. And we know the author of evil is Satan himself. We call him the enemy of Easter because Easter represents the the resurrected life. We, you know, Jesus said every day, go to the cross and pick up your cross and what? Follow me. 
Now, the cross to us is not death. The cross to the Christian is life. That cross is empty and Christ is not there, but it is representative of what he has done for us to release us from the evil that would be a part of all of our lives if we did not have him. And when we look at what it is that we ought to be, not just do in this nation, during this next week, Cindy, as we prepare for the National Day of Prayer, there will be millions in this nation that are going to make it a public um display, I guess, a public practice, public presentation of their faith in God as we pray for these seven centers of power that are the influence over our lives. From the media, you know, what does the media do today? It feeds on evil. It feeds on it. Uh, On our education system, on our government, you know, we mentioned earlier, you testified this this week. These are things that we have got to wake up, be alarmed about, and get involved in. But the most important thing is, Cindy, is that we don't hang up on Jesus. He's not going to hang up on us. We've got to connect with him and be in, empowered by him as we stand as a witness to what the resurrected life is. That's love on parade. And so, you know, there, we are in a spiritual battle today. It's evil against new life in Jesus Christ. It is a battle. Uh, the difference is those who have a real relationship with him have the ammunition and have the substance to live in a way that people can know that they are not, they don't have to be imprisoned by evil. So there are a lot of ways that we could describe it. Uh, we have to come to agree with his way. And he said, my way is that you would have life and have it abundantly because the enemy is going to be coming against that. And then the two things that makes this possible, Cindy, number one is we align ourselves with truth. And the truth is Jesus said, I've come. I will come again. But in the meantime, what's he going to do for us? He's going to provide us the power to be his ambassador and representative. And then we have to contend with the spirit of truth. That means we be sure that what we say is lined up with what real truth is. Half-truths won't cut it anymore, Cindy. And then we've got to fight for the soul of America. And that's what our theme is this year. Pray for America. Fight for the soul of America. I have two signs in my yard. One is that this sign we had last year of, uh, of a heart, a hand holding a heart, praying for the heart of America. And the other one is Second Chronicles 7 14. Van said last night, he said, you know, said we, we let our neighbors know who we are. And I said, honey, they know already. <laughs> but it is important. This is an important week. As we begin to put together the structure for praying in the capital city area. And thanks to people like Os Taco, Taco Bell, to Chick-fil-A, they're going to feed everybody that comes to count maybe on Wednesday, 1145. We want all that can, there are in that area, all over town. Bring a bus over there. There's plenty of room. Bring your people. 
to Camp Mabry on Wednesday at 11.45. Well, a perfect example is we've had, you know, we've had the terror at Fort Hood. In the midst of that, our military is looking at a suicide rate that has never, uh, the statistics are, are, are phenomenal. Divorce rates beyond anything mm-hmm. e- even close in the general population. The, the coming together at Camp Mabry is the people of God saying, I stand there. with you in prayer. It is now National Day of Prayer on May 2nd is the day that we come together, a culmination of every day, but it, where the nation comes together in observance mm-hmm. of the freedom that we have to pray. And but it's paid but for it by is the a lifestyle, as you said mm-hmm. earlier. It is this, Evelyn. It is that we live the yes life with God. Mm-hmm. We say yes with him. And then our lives become his work mm-hmm. to work through us, to live in us, that we might agree with God, pray with God, for our nation. And we can do that. It starts on Sunday night at First Baptist Church in Pflugerville. And First Baptist Pflugerville is one of our partners with Love Talk. Uh, it'll be at 6 o'clock uh, right off of Main Street, Pecan Street, 1825, whatever it is. It's, you take it's off, all of those. Yeah. It, it's like Koenig Lane. It just <laughs> changes with the weather. Uh, but it's 6 o'clock. The doors will open at 530. That is a free event. And Paul Overstreet, who is a Dove Award Christian country singer and artist, will lead us in worship and praise. And the governor will be there. Uh, he will issue his proclamation and bring us words of hope and, and encouragement. And then Monday morning, uh, we still have about seven or eight tables uh, that we uh, have available. Uh, you can go to the website or you can call this telephone number, 249 6535 249 and and uh, get tickets they're $30 a piece or you get a table for 10 if you really love Evelyn you'll go to the website and pay for it and, and <laughs> take care of it on the website so she didn't have to be on the phone from early morning to, to late at night but that's and that's NDP Austin of course NDP they can Austin, go in and purchase their table purchase their and tickets and of course on the, the Wendy, uh, Wednesday event but Cindy even on Thursday, Georgetown is having a huge event in Thursday the evening. Night I'm going to with be, Kathy. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Round Rock, Don Dye is. They're oh, going to feed everybody that comes right. to the that's children's right. home. Children's you know, home. One of the comments that this guy made to me this week that was a psychic was, "You know, you all just don't help people. You just don't feed people. You don't do this. You don't do that." He, I said, "Sir, you do not know what you're talking about." You, I said, we're not just going to get there and hold up our hands in, in, in desperation for God to do something. We are doing it actually in the name of Jesus. We're going to feed people. But, you know, it is an exciting time for us, Cindy. And as we move into this week, you know, we don't have to go to an event to pray. Mm-mm. Just say, Lord Jesus, I'm here. Tell me who I am and what you want me to be. And I am ready. I am dressed for the battle. You're absolutely right. I spoke with a gentleman in Dallas this week who's doing his first gathering, and he was trying to decide, you know, he's going to do a noontime event. He said, but then there are those people that work. And I, I said, well, you can do a noon and an evening, but you can tell people. They can pray right where mm-hmm. they are. 
this is what this is really about. It is taking, it is not about the closet or the four stained glass walls mm. of a church. It is that wherever you are, wherever your influence is, if you have children in school, meet them, go prayer walk the grounds. Right. I mean, it <clears throat> is, if you're in a cubicle, bow your head in a cubicle, grab someone else's hand and pray. Well, Cindy, even apart from all of this, praying the most important pray that maybe uh, those that are listening to us today need to do is to pray and ask Jesus Christ to come into their heart. Because without his power, it is impossible to serve him. And he said, if you call on me, I will answer you. And then I will begin to live my life in you through the power of the comforter. And so if it's you just acknowledge that you need him, uh, be you believe that he's who he's, we said he is, and see that you would commit who you are to him in a way that he would receive you and begin to bless you and infuse you with the power that only comes from him. We, we've had a great day today, Cindy. Tell us again how... Uh, our friends can get in touch with us. That's right. You can get in touch with us. We'll be posting the audio portion of this program thanks to our uh, brilliant friend, Juan Martinez. We'll be doing that and our latest blog at lovetalknetwork.com. We'll be, uh, we're available to be uh, contacted at Austin, excuse me, ndpaustin.org to find the listing of events in the capital of Texas area. You can also visit texasndp.org. You can go on the national website, which is the national registry for all events in Texas. That is ndptf.org. This has been Love Talk on the Word.